Well, welcome everybody. Let me just say right off the bat, this is as weird for me as it is for you probably. I am happy to be delivering what I am absolutely sure is Wilshire's first online worship service. And you know, I'm absolutely sure of something else. God is with us. You're here, I'm here, and that means God is here. We're, we're gathered together in the name of Jesus, and Jesus comes when that happens. Even if it's virtual, Jesus is here. And so I'm grateful to have a chance to be together with you once again, even in this way. I'm grateful that Wilshire is taking responsibility to try and care for one another, care for our community, uh, maybe drive down this infection rate of coronavirus just a little bit by having these online services. Jeremy and I have been working really hard. Uh, we're, there will be bugs, but we are trying to provide something so that we can all be together and have some worship time. And we're continuing our study of Matthew, and I've actually posted a little study sheet, and uh, we'll continue to look at what Matthew has to say. We're in Matthew chapter 26. If you've got your Bibles, I recommend you open them. I've posted that study sheet, and you can follow along using that online. Uh, or print it out and fill it out, whatever you want to do. Um, one note. In online format, the sermons will be shorter. Yay! And the reason for that is we've gotten some expert advice and uh, some other people have given us advice. And in online, it, it's kind of a necessity. Uh, for several different reasons. So we will go shorter, but we will be covering some of the same materials. So right now, Matthew chapter 26, which is where we are in our story, Jesus has been trying to prepare his disciples for 10 chapters that when he gets to Jerusalem, it's not going to go well, that he's going to be rejected. He's going to, people are going to be hostile. In fact, they're going to kill him. And then he will rise on the third day. Uh, he's been preparing himself for that, trying to prepare them for that. They haven't really gotten the message, but now we see it all starting to happen. And if you turn in your Bible, you can see the beginning of those events. Uh, Matthew 26, verses 1 through 5. When Jesus finished saying all these things, he said to his disciples, As you know, the Passover is two days away. The Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people assembled in the palace of the high priest, whose name was Caiaphas, and they schemed to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him. But not during the festival, they said. There may be a riot among the people. So here we have the first option for reacting to Jesus, the reaction of the Jewish leaders, is to become enemies of Christ. We can understand why they did. They had a lot at stake with the current system. Jesus was coming in threatening to disrupt their authority and disrupt the peace of the Jewish nation because Jesus was saying, you know, if things are unrighteous, then it needs to change, even if it causes disruption. And there are always people who are going to oppose that. And just as then, today, we face people who are just going to be enemies of Christ. And they may treat you like an enemy just because you wear the name of Christ. We could spend a long time talking about this. There are people who, who don't like the judgment that comes from knowing much about Christ. There are people who think that uh, Christianity 
is uh, the wrong way to approach the problems. For whatever reason, there may be people who just don't like you. You can't control all of that. You're called by your Savior to love your enemies and love his too. And uh, if there are people who downplay you or disrespect you just because you're a Christian, number one, don't sink to their level. Follow what your Savior says. Love them. Turn the other cheek. And number two, try to be thinking what Jesus would do to try and help them in this situation. So that's option number one that we saw. Option number two comes from the example of Judas, verses 14 through 16. Then one of the 12, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and he asked, what are you willing to give me if I deliver him over to you? So they counted out for him 30 pieces of silver. From then on, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. The Judas option, the option of betrayal of Christ. In so many ways, this is an even worse option than to live as an enemy of Christ. Christ is going to win the victory. And there's no power on earth that can stop Jesus from winning his victory. And only those who belong to Christ will be able to partake in that victory. Uh, it is bad when that victory comes to be living as an enemy of Christ. But far worse is to have known Christ, to have loved Christ as Judas did, to have a connection to Jesus, and then to turn your back on him. I think Judas saw the power that was arrayed against Jesus the authority of the religious leaders behind them, the very dark uh, pagan authority of the Romans. And I, I think it overwhelmed him, perhaps. And he just thought, there's no way Jesus can win. There's no victory to be had here. And, and then he just decided, well, I guess I might as well get a little bit for myself before this all goes uh, tragic. This is a sad option. To lose one's faith in Jesus is, is worse in many ways than, than to never have it in the first place. I don't want us to focus on those two options. I don't want that to be any of us. I want to look at a third option that's also here in Matthew 26. This is by Mary. She's not named by Matthew as Mary. I kind of think that's likely her name. There's a parallel passage in John 12 that has a lot of similarities, and I think that's who this is. Mary, the sister of Martha and Lazarus. So here's the story. While Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume, which she poured on his head as he was reclining at the table. And when his disciples saw this, they were indignant. Why this waste, they asked. This perfume could have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. And aware of this, Jesus said to them, Why are you bothering this woman? She's done a beautiful thing for me. The poor you will always have with you, but you will not always have me. When she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever this gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. That is a beautiful story. That is a story of heedless love for Christ. Mary breaks into what would have been an all-male gathering. 
uh, this feast. The women had a different part of the house. She comes in anyway, and she breaks this extremely expensive perfume. It would have filled the room, and she anoints Jesus with it. And it is a dramatic display of her love for Jesus. It's heedless love because she doesn't really care that people are criticizing her, people are trying to stop her, that people are saying, don't do this, you need to quit it. She doesn't care about any of that. She cares to show her love for Jesus. Option three is the option for us, the Mary option, heedless love for Jesus. Find a way to show that you love Jesus. You know, I had a fantasy while I was preparing this. What if Jesus showed up today and said, I need somebody to wash my feet? I've been watching these awful videos online of, of people, you know, pushing down old ladies to get the last package of toilet paper in Walmart. And so I'm terrified that if Jesus did that, the most unchristian, ungodly display would follow. People fighting and hurting each other to pretend to show love for Jesus. Jesus already said, how he wants us to show love for him. In the previous chapter, Matthew 25, he says, if there is somebody who is thirsty, if there is somebody who is hungry, these small people below your notice, and, and they are sick and need comfort or in prison and need visiting, when you do something good for them, you are doing it for me. Brothers and sisters, here's our message for today. Find a way to show your heedless love of Jesus Christ by showing love to one another. Thank you so much for being with us today.